Hi, everybody. Welcome to Co-Parenting Basics. This is the first actual podcast for Co-Parenting Basics. I'm super, super excited. I'm sitting here with some close friends, Jen and Jessica. So they're going to be joining me in just a little bit. But for starters, I just want to say hello to all of you who are dealing with co-parenting and maybe having some struggles. And that's what this podcast is going to be about. It's going to be some helpful information to help you through um, those struggles, um, your co-parenting relationship and journey with your ex, um, and how to maybe get things back on track if they're off track, or even how to begin a co-parenting relationship and journey. That's what we're here to discuss a little bit tonight. Um, My name's Carrie, and I am a um, author of the co-parenting workshop. I instruct court-ordered co-parenting education in the DFW Metroplex. And I also write a Facebook blog called Co-Parenting Basics and a newspaper column. So I just kind of decided to incorporate podcasting into Co-Parenting Basics and just broadening what I'm trying to, um, the message that I'm trying to get out. So my podcast is going to be unedited, um, uncut. It's the real McCoy. So if you hear a dog bark, that's that's my life. <laughs> Three big labradoodles. Um, and sitting at the kitchen table maybe with some friends just drinking coffee and sharing um, different stories about co-parenting. And I'd love to hear from you guys. I would I, Any concerns and questions that you have about your own personal journey, would love to hear that. Um, we, sh- we will be sharing success stories here. We'll be sharing unsuccessful stories here as well. So welcome to co-parenting basics and i want to say hi to jessica and jen who have joined me tonight so hello jessica hello jen hey Hey there (laughs) so where to start with this new podcast you guys um you're such an important part of my journey obviously in deciding to do this podcast so um Jen and Jessica have a story of their own. We're not going to share the whole story tonight because it's long, but it's one that is really important and I think a lot of people are going to benefit from hearing it. But I think the biggest message that they want to share tonight is um, the message of not losing hope, Um, that there is hope, even in a situation that you think there's just just no hope and you might be working with someone who's not a willing participant to co-parenting and... In their case, that was that was true, and they were able to work it out. So, let's just start there for now. And how you guys were able to do that was that through maybe the formula parts that we've talked about. Yeah, I mean, yes, um, it has a lot to do with the formula formula parts. Um, it's hard not to get into the story, but, um, let me, let me start first by explaining to any listeners, the formula parts that I'm talking about are something that I share in my workshop. And it's what I call the formula parts Four formula parts to successful, respectful, responsible co-parenting. And they are one, make a choice to co-parent respectfully and responsibly every day Two, set aside your differences to be able to do that. Three, here's the hard one. Always do the right thing, even if your ex isn't. And four, go for the Oscar. And Oscar is the mascot for anything related that I do um, relating to co-parenting. So Oscar is a mindset. It's a mindset to keep yourself in check, put on an act if that's what it takes. And um, those are the things that Jessica and Jen were able to apply to 
have their story be a little bit different than the norm for co-parenting. So yeah. which one do you feel like was most important to your situation in moving forward? I think the formula as a whole is just the foundation. And I really feel like each each step, all four steps are key in their essentials for us to be able, for us to have a, made a decision to move forward from the ugly, heavy, sticky, um, just part of life that we were in, trying to co-parent um, our daughter and um, moving past that and just utilizing the formula was able to bring us a weight lifted off, yeah. bring us an abundance of peace and um, getting excited when we see each other's names on the phone. <laughs> It's just kind of one of the small details that I look forward not to. Not dreading a phone call. Not dreading <laughs> it. Not, not, not rolling, rolling your eyes. <laughs> yeah, I still oh do God. that from time to time. I don't know. I don't know. It's definitely um, utilizing those the formula and putting each step into place has definitely, that's, I, I really feel strongly, that's your foundation. And then from there, you can move forward and, and bring hope um, if you're continuing to do the, the next right thing, even if your ex isn't, or going for the Oscar and just making a decision to treat that person um, like you would want to be treated and not how you're being treated. Um, and then key, um, forgiveness has been a big key yeah. to getting over and building. And then who knew we would have a whole new, feels like a uh, Almost big a best family. <laughs> yeah, big family, best friendship yeah. is what it feels like. Mm. I think I talked to her yeah. more than um, my husband. My, <laughs> my husband said that. <laughs> and I probably talked to her more on the phone um, than I do with my husband as well. So, do you guys think and agree that maybe not everybody would have this outcome, but they can have an outcome that does reach respect? Yes. At least a piece of respect and being responsible about co parenting because. I mean, I say this in my workshop, and, and you, so you guys have heard this, but co-parenting, even though it's us parents doing the hard work, it yeah. really is about and for the kids. So yeah. I think a lot of aha moments happen in the workshop for that reason. As people, um, a big piece is um, setting aside anger and emotion that's attached to separation and divorce. And I say separation and divorce because I have a lot of people that see me that... Um, share children but have never been married that's that's not out of the norm now yeah so um that's why i use separation and divorce so yeah so i mean i think it also has to i think understanding the fact that it is not about you or the other parent um because what is the right what 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 is your definition of right my right Mm -hmm. could be completely different than your right Mm -hmm. um so it doesn't necessarily mean that my parenting is wrong or that your parenting is wrong it's just coming together and compromising and understanding and respecting each other to know that putting that co in the parenting part of it (laughs) so to to understand that that whatever decision we made the kids are taking that in Mm -hmm. and they are we're feeding that into them and versus them seeing you happy and getting along and oh we don't have that in my house like we all get along and um 
not being able to open a door where the child can manipulate a situation and pin oh, you yeah. two together. That's probably just, very, very common. It's a yeah. lot of what I hear in the workshop, so I oh, absolutely yeah. agree. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I do want to share with listeners right now, because nobody really knows who I am or why I do what I do. <laughs> so, so let me jump so there who are you? Yeah. <laughs> I guess I could have started with that, but yeah. no, um, I decided to write the co-parenting workshop um, after my youngest daughter let me know that she had no idea her dad and I were not friends until she was a grown adult and out of the house. Not being friends doesn't mean that we couldn't co-parent respectfully and responsibly, and that's what we did. So that's why she was able to um, tell me that. Once she told me that, I realized you've got valuable information that you can share about how you did that. And those four formula parts are key. Everything that I will be sharing with this podcast and co-parenting basics and anything that I bring is really tried and true either by myself and my own co-parenting journey Mm -hmm. or through a workshop attendee or somebody else that's posed questions to me or whatever. I don't have all of the answers. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of answers. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't have all you of them, do. but I do have a lot of answers <laughs> and a lot of idea and information about how to be able to move forward to that. So now, <laughs> now that they know where that comes, yeah. where this co-parenting passion comes from, that's a piece of it. So, um, what else do we want to share with the co-parenting listeners Today, I think it would be good person. to share that we tried to co-parent before and were exposed to the tools before the formula and we dropped them. And mm-hmm. when you drop the tools, um, your foundation is rocky and it's, um, you're not going to so have So what made the that. formula part tools though work versus the other ones not working and dropping them? You, <laughs> but that's very sweet. It, it's honest. It, yeah. it's, it's, um, we weren't, we didn't have the proper tools to understand that when we hit a bump in in the road of co-parenting, how to overcome that. So by us not, um, or I shouldn't say we didn't have the tools. We did have the tools, but at that point. In our life, I want to say we had other people influencing us, uh, family, friends, um, the fact that you're not right, I'm right. But when, what made that work? Like, what made the formula parts work for you guys? Now, uh, we yeah, we came together, we had a meeting. Uh-huh. I think forgiveness was the biggest key. I think yeah. I think when, when we sat at our table... You're talking really, about the co-parenting session? Mm-hmm, okay. The co-parenting session, when we sat down... Uh, with uh, uh, just all five of us, um, one of the key things that I'll that I'll hold hold close to my heart is when you said, um, "Can we just leave everything and start and over and start new? Can we leave everything here? Can we put it all on the table mm-hmm. and move forward?" That decision, I, I remember feeling reserved and feeling um, kind of like. I'll do it. Which is really funny that you say that because you came in with a list. And I loved that you had a list because (laughs) it's like showed me immediately. She's in here on a mission, you know, Mm -hmm. to get all this stuff on the table, which was the purpose of the session, to get all of it on the table. And we're either going to be able to move forward after we get the answers to these questions and issues or we're going to be where we are. And and I was looking at being able to do that. But there was also a part of me that was reserved and kind of feeling like... This may not work again, or you know. Oh. But when all parties were um, 
that I think when all parties made that same decision in, in their hearts, um, and uh, I think that is just the game changer that we had in our family, in our blended family, that everyone really took what you were sharing with us to heart, and that made all the difference for our daughter. So a big piece of that then would have been the formula parts as well as being able to say, let's leave on the table what needs to be on the table. Yeah. The past yes. is the past. It is what it is. It yes. was what it was. And yes, being able it doesn't to need forgive. to be a part of the future kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Being able to forgive and just leave it there um, yeah. and move past. I mean, enough is enough. You know, it gets yeah. to that point where you're like, I am. So was it at that point that you realized um, impact? on kids impact on kids. because that's a big piece of yes. you know my workshop is you know keep people are court ordered to my workshop but I think they already know walking in the door what kind of needs to happen to tweak their situation mm-hmm. right. but they have the anger and emotion attached to separation and divorce in the way of being able to make that decision so I think yes they're compelled by authority to be there but once they're there aha moments happen Yes. And so then they're able to do exactly what you guys did during that session. Yeah. I mean, so. I think it's just, it all boils down to um, choices. Choices <laughs> <For one>. and <laughs> being able to mm-hmm. actually genuinely forgive, not just come in there and say, oh, yeah, take it in, let it go in one ear and out the other, do it for a week or two, and then go back to the same cycle, um, continuing to do it because every day is a choice. Like you say, yeah. you know, every day yeah. your your feet hit the floor, you, you you choose how you want your day to go. What's going to go good or it's going to go bad, regardless yeah. of what life throws at you. Yes. And I think in our situation, the past was still in our present. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Prior me, no, before me, before Junior, there was a lot of anger. There was a lot of hate. Sure. That came both ways. Yeah. And when Junior and I came in the picture... Um, and Junior's Jessica's husband, and I am Joe's wife. <laughs> um, but I think when we, when we came in the picture, we came into the picture with anger yeah. because mm-hmm. that's what was told to mm-hmm. us. Um, not just by Joe, and I'm sure Junior, not just by Jessica, but by the family members. Well, there's everybody who's a part yeah. of the Everyone equation. had something negative to say. It was never anything positive. And so with that being fed and then the history that we had, was like, okay, you know what, Mm-mm. we had a guard. Yes. And then we have a beautiful daughter that knew how to play her cards. Mm-hmm. And so she knew. Do you feel like she was playing the cards or do you feel like she was trying to figure out, navigate through what you guys were doing? You guys, you know, both. Weren't. Both. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that's both. that's the reality is yeah. kids trying to navigate through what parents have going on. So she yes. was doing exactly, exactly what she needed to do to navigate through this household and what she needed to do to navigate through this household. Mm-hmm. Yes. And once you two got on the same page, she's only got one thing to do. She's angry now. She's angry angry now. (laughs) And that was that was surprising too because I remember just in in uh, private conversations when we were talking, she would share um, like, "Oh, I don't want to. I'm one way here, and I'm at this house, and I'm one way at this house, and Mm -hmm. I don't want it to be like that anymore." And and then when we finally came to mutual ground and have been working on becoming a family. She wasn't too excited about that. So that was interesting, yeah. and I didn't expect yeah. that to happen. Yeah. It's really funny that you say that because that is one of the things that we're going to be talking about on Co-Parenting Basics on this podcast as well. Not particularly this episode, but um, 
that just like that setting something up similar in two different households to lessen the confusion Mm -hmm. so obviously she was confused yes and so a big piece of um, co-parenting success is doing it in a way that lessens the confusion for the kids and setting up things similar in each household is is a way to do that so you guys now talking and getting on the same page you're seeing I mean you're seeing big results from that so Obviously, that makes me happy. Yeah. <laughs> I think Elena is just a, a creature within itself because she she just knew how to I, I she knew how to play her cards. So it's like she knew my feelings towards Jessica. She knew her dad's feelings towards Jessica Jr. and vice versa. So when she came to our house, it was nothing but negative. When she went over there, I'm mm-hmm. sure it was the same thing. So it was like, okay, well. Um, do you feel like it was for her to be able to show you a sense of loyalty? Not necessarily. I'm not saying she wasn't playing a game. I'm not no, saying no. there wasn't a game piece to any I, of that. I'm saying as a kid. Yeah. Do you think that part of that was I, I want her trying to show some loyalty to yeah. each, each party? Yeah. That and and the fact that for her to get her way. Yeah. Because now yeah. we're at this point, and I think we can agree on that. Where if she doesn't get her way, she shuts down, mm-hmm. and it's like, uh, uh-uh. uh. No ma'am. Yeah. And she yeah. did share that, you know, she was trying, she thought she was, um, she was trying to make each household happy. Mm-hmm. She was mm-hmm. telling each household what they wanted to hear. What she thought, what she thought that yes, we, we wanted. wanted her to, to share with us. So I think to, even though uh, we both sides communicated to her with, with her, like, no, that's not what I want. Our actions still spoke louder than what we because were Because of the anger you guys had yes. at each other. Yeah. yeah. And, and awesome. I was really good in, uh, from what Elena shared with her dad, that he was really good at not talking about the other parent in front of her, but man, the tension and what family can say um, in, when she's in earshot, it truly, I mean, she mm-hmm. she heard. <laughs> she, yeah. she felt it. I mean, and that's so, part of my personal co-parenting journey as well. Yeah. My failure piece of my journey uh, was exactly that. Mm-hmm. You know, my children being within earshot of <clears throat> anger and emotion-driven reaction response to my ex, whether it was via phone, uh, in-person, exchange, whatever that was. So, yeah, uh, definitely. And I mean, it'll happen. We're not perfect. And, you know, no, but I think you guys are using the tools in a way that it's not going to be like it was, you know, I mean, I mean, it's not to say that there's not ever going to be an issue because I think there will be, but you guys are really doing good at using the tools. And we're to working at it. I mean, if there is an issue, we get on the phone. Hey girl, look, this happened. <laughs> I think we need to address this like today. And, you know, we, Jessica's really good at, okay, well let's do a conference call here in a little bit. And then. Let's figure out how we're going to do it and then have a conversation with Elena mm-hmm. while we're there kind of addressing yeah. the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so prior to that, then, you guys were handling it separately. Mm-hmm. Separately. And so... And, and with our schedules, Elena was with us half the time and she was with um, dad half the time. And she was, she was mom half the time, dad half the time. And so um, there was no long consequence that we could really give her or she just I mean it was just a back and forth kind mm-hmm. of thing mm-hmm. yeah because in her mind it was like oh I'm with mom Monday Tuesday so I'll just be grinding Monday Tuesday and Wednesday mm-hmm. Thursday I'll have free time and then every other weekend and, yeah so it was not similar a, in each household yeah. to lessen yeah. the confusion yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess that's like you guys just said, basically, that it's a way for her not to manipulate the situation as well. Oh, yeah. And, then, and, and I don't think she knows it yet. I know she doesn't know it yet, but 
eventually she's gonna see because this isn't the norm to get along to have holiday meals together like what we're going yeah. to do <laughs> to double date like what we've done yeah. huge leaps in uh, uh, just and this of, is just what seven eight weeks ago yeah. like our it, session was it eight. was in was it in August or September September yeah so yeah we're talking in two months time yes where there's a will there's a way and I think if Conveying, as an adult, conveying to the listeners, anybody yeah. listening right now, conveying that there is hope. There yes. is. And I is mean, they just need to, I feel that be an adult, stay an adult. You're not going to see eye to eye with, with the other parent all the time. But just know that there's hope. There's, there's a way to overcome whatever hurdle you guys are in. And keeping and the kids out of the middle exactly, at the same time. Exactly. You know, don't yeah. use the kids as a tool against the other parent because you're not necessarily... Yes, you're hurting the other parent, but you're hurting the child more. I mean, whether that is the child starts having a lack of respect towards that other parent um, or... Yeah, those are all things that yeah, can happen. So, you know... It's high prices. Yeah. High prices. <laughs> one of the, one of the um, really neat exercises that I love that you shared with us was... Um, the challenge to, yes the challenge to say <laughs> the something you want to share that with I do you know because um, and, and I was going to do that later but I love it tonight I thought about it when you guys were talking a minute yeah. ago one of the things that I do in my workshop is I give everybody a challenge and the challenge is think about something that you can say to or in front of your children that is positive about their other parents mm-hmm. And I, I've had people go, you know, and share from one extreme to another. I had a gentleman just a few weeks ago say, I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. I'm like, okay, well, we'll see you in an hour and a half if you still feel the same way. I got nothing. But no, his he did end up with something. And it ended up being something quite sweet, actually. And he said, I could, uh, as I'm brushing my daughter's hair, tell her that she got her mother's beautiful hair. I said, there you go. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, Yeah. those are challenges. When you're in the middle of something really, really hard, like separation and divorce and high conflict at that, and then you're trying to think of something nice to say (laughs) about somebody that, first of all, is no longer part of your everyday life. Second of all, you've lost respect for. um, It's hard to come up with something, you know. But usually, eventually, they do. They, They come up with something, usually. And taking that a step further and saying it about the new mom that's in the life sure. or the new dad that's in their life I think was has been impactful too because after you shared that uh, Junior and I were very purposeful into in saying things and then it was easy because once you put your guard down then you see all this good about people mm-hmm. who you're like oh you're not my friend but but reality, it's amazing how just I mean clearly the four formula parts are very not I'm not going to say elementary because they're hard it, it is hard work yeah but seeing just like that, it's putting, there's something else attached to all of them. And that's one of them. You put your guard down and then you're able to do this. Well, that's all part of respectful and responsible co-parenting. That's mm-hmm. part of making a choice. That's part of setting aside <laughs> your differences. And that's part of going for the Oscar. I mean, yeah. all four formula parts, you know, encompass everything that you guys are doing. And that all co-parents really need to try to wrap their brain around. Yeah. I mean, know. we've been going at this for years, guys. I mean, it's eight years that I've been in the picture. And for eight weeks then, now, y'all yeah. have... I mean, it's and it's amazing. It's a blessing um, to wake up every day and not necessarily have that, oh my goodness, what's going to happen today? <laughs> yeah, I or, love that you guys feel the weight lifted off your shoulder as a yeah. result. You know, um, 
Because that's huge. Yes. I mean, obviously, that's noticeable to the kids, if nothing else. And the other yeah. kids are key because they see sure. as well, like, what's going Wow. Look at, you know, they're getting along or yeah. they're shopping together. <laughs> or, you know, we're going, or they're coming to the house. You know, yeah. it's like a whole new. <laughs> I'm going to share this with my son. <laughs> we were shopping and my son ends up calling. I think he called her. I got there and I was like, he goes, Mom, I just want to make sure you're okay. You're still alive. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I am fine. And I think Junior had called you at one point. Or, or Elena. Elena had called you. And yeah. they were just like, oh, oh, what's really going on? I don't understand. This is weird. I don't like it. Yeah. But it's like, what's weird about it? You know? And maybe it is weird right now because it's yes. new and it's it is out of the norm. Yeah. They've spent eight years of this journey with you guys in yeah. conflict. And now for eight weeks, it's been without conflict. Not only that, in front of them are now mom and stepmom, mm-hmm. you know, becoming best friends right before their eyes. Yes. <laughs> they know? don't like it. And so, <laughs> but they will because yeah. they're going, as they get older yeah. and their mind changes about everything mm-hmm. and they see that high conflict was not part of their life, you yes. know, yeah. that's when you're going to, that's when you'll see, yeah, you know, the kudos. They'll be able to verbalize. And they may, just like my daughter is, you know, 31. She didn't tell me until she was 26, hey, mom, I had no clue (laughs) that you and dad weren't friends. But it doesn't mean that she didn't recognize that. She did because she was herself co-parenting in a way that was the example set for her. So you may not hear that from them. They may not verbalize it to you, but I promise you it's going to be in their heads. Mm -hmm. So... And I can't think of anything else right now that um, I need to add on to this particular exactly. podcast, but I'm really glad you guys were here tonight. It was Thank really you. fun. And, it was fun. And I'm glad you guys were a part of this first one. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, you guys, tune in. I'm not sure when um, we'll be on again, but tune in, and we'll see you later. This is Carrie with Co-Parenting Basics. <laughs>